Welcome to the HANA Effect. I'm your host, Jeff Word from SAP. Each week, we bring listeners the real stories of how companies are taking advantage of real-time computing to transform their organizations and let them share the lessons they've learned along their journey. Welcome to another episode of the HANA Effect. I'm your host, Jeff Word from SAP, and I'm joined today by a great SAP customer, Fairfax Media, and we've got Diego and Jay from Fairfax with us today. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Morning. And you guys are here from Australia, right? Yep. Yeah, Sydney. It's a long way to come to Las Vegas just for a party and maybe learn something. <laughs> yeah. If your boss is asking, you learned a lot. Right? <laughs> We're learning a lot here. We're thrilled to have you guys here today. Before we get started, why don't you guys explain to us a little bit about what Fairfax is and what you guys do so people can understand kind of what business you're in. Yeah, so we are a media organization. Basically, we have all sorts of different media products, traditional newspapers, but we're now a full digital organization and we have different lines of business and constantly growing and changing. We're at a state of events. We will have a streaming, video streaming organization. Yeah, similar to Netflix, but Australian-based. And uh, tell us a little quick what you guys do. Uh, Jay, tell us what you do at the, the company. I'm the BI and UX lead for the finance systems team at Fairfax, so responsible for reporting, planning, and visualization, pretty much. And I look at the finance systems, so I'm responsible for the SAP systems. Oh, so we got the transactional finance guys, and we got the analytical finance guys uh, supporting the business, right? Yeah. That's really cool, because typically the finance group are the very first hair-on-fire excited adopters of HANA because they're the ones that share the most pain getting information out of the transactional systems and figuring out how to make sense of it in the analytical systems. Yeah, for sure. Let's go back to pre-HANA days, pre- yeah. before you got involved with that. Kind of what were some of the big challenges from a business and technical perspective that you guys were interested in, Diego? Yeah, so we have two ERP systems for two different uh, business units, and the challenge has been always having a consolidated view of the organization from a finance perspective, right? We did have a BW system, but it wasn't flexible and agile enough to be able to provide the users with the information they needed. So basically, most of the time, the finance managers or analysts were spending their time downloading information, putting in Excel, VeloCaps, this and that, and, and then producing the numbers at the last minute. So rather than analyzing, they were actually human data warehouses, right? The listeners can't see this, but I have a tear rolling down my <laughs> face right now from yeah. the sad story of finance people copying stuff into Excel. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> so you had information problems, people getting information in and out of SAP, same old story everywhere. What was the business impact of that stuff, uh, Jay? Yeah, I, I guess you've got five, ten people at the end of every month spending four or five days trying to pull together spreadsheets. So there's a lot of time and effort involved in doing that. And from a user's point of view, SAP and BW more specifically had a pretty bad perception issue. So it was summarized data, it was slow, but we just used it to dump data out. And no one really likes specs. You know, it's 15, 20 years old, however old it is. So I guess that's a starting point where we're at a year ago, which is when I came on board to Fairfax. So we started a proof of concept, which was one month long for BW on HANA. And at the end of that, everyone was excited. They could see the potential, what we could actually bring together in a timely manner. You know, it didn't take six months to get one report. We had one month and we had a suite of reports across Procure to Pay. So you did a one-month pilot, obviously tested that with the users who at that point were very unhappy with their SAP systems and, and the data provided them. Yeah, well, they weren't really using them. After the HANA effect kicked in, what did the users say? Well, I'll, I'll steal a, a quote from one of our slides today, but one of the um, actual feedbacks we got is, 
you made SAP fun. You made SAP fun. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have a tattooed on my yeah. arm at some point. That's awesome. Yeah, so that, that was probably the best bit of feedback we've got. So it was quite cool. I've never heard that before. Anyway, no. so. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say that, but yeah. there we go. So once you got that new reporting kind of engine put in place of BW on HANA, what was kind of the next things that the users started asking So about? basically they started asking for more information, right? So we started with procurement information. So can we put finance, country seals? Um, basically they started asking for more information and, and the biggest challenge was always consolidating the two systems. And in a detailed view, right, that was the, the other benefit. Uh, in the past we do have consolidation, so we have a consolidated view, but it's very high level. Now they're able to have a consolidated view and also detail. Yeah, and just to expand on that, the debtors balance and bad debt provisions is something that we've moved in to HANA or BW on HANA. So we're actually producing numbers that will go back for the provision in, in ECC. So we're using the power of the calculation within HANA to produce that at a summary or a detailed individual customer level and then post that back into ECC. It's an insatiable desire for more data once they figure out what they can do with it when it's at their fingertips in real time, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. We have one of the key power users that has taken up Lumira like a champion, he's built his own dashboards, he's having them published monthly, whereas he used to rely on third-party people to send him spreadsheets and he'd sit there with R and do it, run all the calculations and spend weeks pulling it together. Now he just has his dashboard and hits refresh. So yeah, he's stoked. So he just tossed Excel by the side and now uh, everything's Lumira all the time, right? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. For listeners, if you haven't played with Lumira, I highly recommend it. It's sexy. From a data geek's perspective, it's very sexy stuff, right? Well, actually, that was when we did the presentation of the proof of concept. We didn't use PowerPoint, we used Lumira. We build a presentation in Lumira um, because, you know, you have the mix of the analytics plus the presentation slide. And that was another of the selling points that we can make it look good. We can make it look sexy. And it's a very powerful tool. Yeah. So one month for a proof of concept, three months for go live and people are hitting the system. Yeah. So basically, expanding a little bit more on that, our key selling proposition internally for BW uh, for HANA was not just the performance was the fact that we were going to be able to deliver the system in one month. And what we're trying to show is that we will deliver things in half of the time that we will do if we had to deliver it in the other system. Because, you know, we had to do an investment into going into the new platform, but that cost was completely offset by the fact that we are delivering half of the time and getting the results when we need them. So from nothing to starting up a new instance, we use AWS uh, as a partner um, and delivering the proof of concept in one month. And after that, yeah, three months, and we had a productive system, and then we kept going, rolling out more, more functionality. There are probably listeners out there going, that can't be possible. Or if it is, you guys had to spend gazillion dollars on consultants and all this stuff to get it done. How did you guys pull that off? And how many people did you have on this massive team of, yeah, of, so, of so experts a, around, from around the world on this site? This is a bit you won't believe. Um, so we had one internal resource when I started and then had myself. So it was the two of us um, with assistance from Diego getting it up and running. So really two guys, couple of months, and all of a sudden you guys have completely transformed the entire information architecture for your company. Yeah, and the other, the other thing that was also quite important is that the project deliverables that we had you know, after those three months, and we keep going with that, also KPI dashboard to measure performance of a business process outsourcing project, right? which is probably the worst thing you want to do when you start an analytics project because KPI is the last result. You need to have all the information. You need to reconcile, make sure that you trust the data, and then you start calculating. Again, if we wouldn't have had BW4HANA, it would have been impossible because we would have spent weeks and months reloading data, trying to make sure that the numbers match. So that was... Yeah, so I could sit down with a business user, and in an afternoon, we could hash out a set of KPIs just by adjusting formulas on the fly and seeing the results pretty much real time. Correct me if I'm wrong, 
but folks like you can go into an executive's office, have them draw what they want to see, the data they want to see, the calculations, things like that on a whiteboard, and within an hour or two, they're live on it. Is that correct? You can do that, right? Yeah, we can. So the way we set up our system, we have the sandbox connected to production. So we have productive data there straight away. So we can do our development with productive data. And we also have a production verification package in production where we can go in and model with real data and show that, like you said, within an hour. It really is game-changing. And it's not just the performance. A lot of databases that today you can create any memory index or columnar index and have the same performance, but you won't have the simplification. You know, the principle that we took is just load the data once and then do everything virtual. And one copy of the data. One yeah. copy of the data. And then you federate or you subscribe to different models. So if you define a formula, you define it once. You don't find it in every single cube in the past because you had to stage it. You define it in one place and then you reuse it. And if that formula that rolls up to you know, four or five different other views has to change, it changes automatically in all of the views. What happens now when you guys start talking about and you say the words HANA for a next project in the company? So we keep going with still quite a bit to do. We're moving now more on the front end. So we are about to prototype business object cloud. Um, because we believe that the first thing we have to do is you know, have a trusted data, and now we, we're going to start focusing on the delivery of the information in you know, much more high-level KPI dashboard. So now that you've got this big engine back there with all this clean data in it, now you guys are going to find multiple different ways and interfaces for people to consume it and do different things with it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. What about uh, the ERP stuff? We're looking at that. That's sort of one of the things that this has highlighted, and I think it was clear to some people, but maybe not to all of our users, is that we can do a lot of things things in BW for HANA. We can do a lot of uh, manipulation of information, but the information has to be you know, clean from, from the beginning, right? And, and having two systems makes that very hard. So that's the next journey. Well, yeah, and, and for people that don't know, you know, we just announced BW for HANA, not an old version of BW that's been ported to HANA. This is a new version of BW that was built from the ground up specifically to only run on HANA. Yeah. So you can literally have those two applications sitting on one single instance of the database, one copy of the data, one place for all of it, and millisecond latency between when an order is taken and when it shows up in everybody's reports. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So that's potentially something that we will go to. BW for HANA will help us in this journey. Before we get to having, you know, a potentially S for HANA system, is the fact that we can simulate a lot of the changes that we want to do. So, for example, we have two systems with different chart of accounts, right? We now have the ability to sit with the business and say, oh, how do you want to see your chart of accounts? And what will be the mapping between the old and the new? And we can create that in BW. And we can show them this is how you know, your cost center structure is going to look like. This is how your accounts structure will look like and this is your data that you have now and this is how you will see it in the future not just you know in a whiteboard in theory we can show the results so they can make decisions on how how they want to that, structure that it. has to have a phenomenal impact on user adoption when they're engaged and have skin in the game up front before you start building stuff and they get exactly what they were expecting when it's done that's got to eliminate a huge amount of adoption issues right? yeah that's what we're going to be doing next before we start building a system the first thing you want to do is be able to simulate it and something it's difficult, but now we have the ability to do that. So if you guys were to kind of go back in history a year ago and give yourselves a piece of advice of something you wish you had known back then that you only know now, having gone through the experience, what kind of advice would you give to yourselves about this haunted journey? I guess for me, it's don't be scared to push the boundaries a little bit. For me, I'm a 12-years BW guy. My first preference was to use a BW way to do things. Um, I have used Hannah quite a lot, but virtualizing everything still seemed a bit out there. Will it really work? But you know what? Get in there, do it. The results pay for themselves. So. Diego, 
Yeah, I think the key thing is engaging with the business users early, right? Traditionally, you engage with them at the beginning, you do a design, and then you meet with them for UAT a couple of weeks, months later. Um, you have to make them part of your development lifecycle, right? You sit with them, this is what you want, you prototype something, and you show it to them. And don't be scared of making them part of your team, giving them access to tools that in the past you would not give them. That's important. In a lot of cases, I think, in the past would maybe have been a bit afraid to expose the users to the under the hood. But what we found is that they are actually much more engaged because they feel they have not just telling the expert to do something, but they feel you can trust them and that they can actually add value to what you're doing for them. So if the user is happy, they'll be much more willing to go an extra step at the end of the day. If the user prototypes something, what he's doing is he's not only giving you a specification, it's also giving you a prototype. Well, guys, this is absolutely phenomenal. Jay, Diego, I want to thank you guys again for being a phenomenal SAP customer, for being a great leading edge adopter of this new technologies from HANA, but more importantly, um, for sharing your story so that other people can learn from this. That's really what the podcast is about. Thank you guys for sharing that and for being on the podcast. Uh, thanks for having us here. Yeah, thank you. All right, and with that, uh, we'll close out another episode of The Han Effect. Choose. Mm-hmm.